It's 12.59 and 55 seconds. Turn on your headlights. It's time for Night Drive. I'm Horace Wexler. You're listening to Night Drive. And good evening to all you fine folks out there with ears like satellite dishes scooping up my radio waves and serving them directly into your brain. It's late, and I am doing great in this little slice of paradise. I hope you are, too. It's brisk out there, which for Southern Florida means 72 degrees, so I hope you've got yourself a big winter coat to bundle up in out there, especially if you're out there in the flats, laying on the hood of your car, maybe trying to watch the meteorites zoom through the smoke columns of your breath that hangs in the air. Or maybe you're sitting at the Stomp and Chomp, eating steak fries after a long night cruising up and down the main drag and on your way to a bonfire out in the swamps. But if you're out there, I hope you've got a mask with you. Why? Well, a couple of Fakahatchee's newest residents are making a big stink. I'm speaking, of course, about Abner Hogue Memorial Beach's new residents, the killer whales. Now, the way I've been talking about them, you might think that they're alive, but these killer whales, well, they're very much dead. Their skin popping and blistering in the warm summer sun as chunks of skin and flesh begin to slough off into the sand. Thankfully, the weather has cooperated, briefly keeping the maggots at bay. But what hasn't been kept at bay is the smell, which has been tiptoeing up and down Fakahatchee streets, assaulting anyone who might be outside of their homes. Residents are angry, and there's a lot of discussion about what we can do about these aquatic flesh bags stinking up the joint. So if you've got some ideas, I want to hear them. Give me a call, 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive. I'm Horace Wexler. Typically at this point is where I'd share a little story about how I either became personally involved in the story or where my personal interest in this story comes from. But I think all I need to say in this instance is, it stinks out there. So let's fix it. You tell us how. I'm like two days away from getting an axe and going full Bateman on these whales. Now, normally, normally, I also like a strong dissenting opinion so we get some balance. So I, if you absolutely love rolling around in that stink out there, give me a, a call, I guess. Maybe call a medical doctor first because there is either something wrong with your nose or something wrong with your brain. But otherwise, give me a call. I, I'm not expecting any of you pro stink callers, to be honest, but it's 305-209-9686. Let's get right into it and go over here to line four. Line four, go ahead. You're on night drive. Hey, Horace. It's Luis Sanchez. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Luis. I'm great. Uh, I'm great as long as I'm staying inside and uh, as far away from that stink as possible. Uh, how about you? Man, I'm so mad. I'll tell you what, man. I was going to go down to the beach finally, man, trying to get my tan on. And they got, you're not going to believe me. It's horrible, man. You get within a mile of that beach and you just have to clamp your nose down and drive, man. Drive out of there. Right? It's so bad. I swear you can taste it out there. All them whales washed up on the beach, man, and they're awful, man. Well, uh, do you have any ideas on uh, what you think we could do about it? You know what they need to do about this, man? They need to go down to the hardware store, rent them all the back hose they got, and shove all those water Dalmatians. Oh, yeah, I call them water Dalmatians. Oh, they are black and white. Shove all them water Dalmatians back in the ocean. 
simple as that. Bing, bang, boom, done. All right. Hell yeah. Let the ocean deal with this mess. It's her kids in the first place. Anyway, man, I love the show and I appreciate what you do. All right. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling tonight, Louise. Uh, we're going to jump right over to another call. Line three. Line three. Go ahead. Hi, this is uh, Daryl Daryl. Hi, uh, Daryl. Uh, Daryl Daryl? Yeah, Daryl Daryl. I, uh, I'm an I'm an oceanographer. <laughs> well, that's um, that sounds perfect. As you know, we're talking about these whales that that have beached themselves and, and promptly died over at uh, Abner Hogue. Can you give us some some thoughts from a, a science perspective? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I could give you some thoughts. Uh, they were uh, killer whales, mm-hmm. uh, and they uh, they died. Uh, guess uh, guess I was hoping you'd go a, a little more in depth. But uh, that that's fine. Um, you're an oceanographer. Uh, w- w- what does that entail? Uh, if I'm being honest, hanging out a lot by bars on the beach. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, uh, I I study the ocean and I uh, I study things in the ocean and on top of the ocean. Um, you know, basically anything to do with the ocean, things even near the ocean. Like it could be, it doesn't have to be in it. It could just be like, you know, like 10, 15 feet away from it. Like I, I'll study that. But yeah, I also do enjoy a good beach bar. From from your description, some of those bars that have the the docks that extend over the water might uh, well be in the purview of your research. Oh yeah, they're so fun because you could you could stick your feet and they could dangle. And there's just something about drinking over an like open body of water that just makes life feel exciting. You know, it feels like prom night. Just kind of <laughs> you have that little butterflies in your stomach. Are there any uh, research papers that that you've published, or uh, can you give us an, an example of what you've studied, maybe more specifically in in those bodies of water? Uh, let's see. The latest study was probably at McGill's in Key West. They do these uh, twenty dollars buckets of Coronas, uh, and you know you just get one of those. And you get a little more than a Christmas tree. You know what I mean? Or, <laughs> is science science sounds cool. Uh, but, no, no, I, I do, I do, I do write papers. I, I do write papers. Some people say I don't write papers, but I do write papers. Um, you know, they haven't been published by. I mean, I, I publish them because I I post them. You know, on Twitter. And so that's technically I am published. So, you know, mom, but I, I, I do, I study the migratory patterns of killer whales. Ah, that's, that's perfect. Uh, so, I mean, these killer whales are, are dead. Um, what does that mean for you as an oceanographer? That's the one thing I, I can say without a doubt, they are definitely dead. Does that mean anything else for you as an oceanographer or? Well, I, I feel like you're glossing over that point because let me just tell you, there's been times where pe- you know whales have been beached and people want to push them back in the ocean because they think they're doing something good. And, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of times those whales are already dead. And so you're just pushing a, a dead carcass. Like your, your hands are touching dead whale. Got it. You're just like shoving an ocean buffet out there for sharks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like to touch dead things. Some people are into it. Not me. Call me crazy. But yeah, they're definitely dead. I, I don't know. I mean, at this point, like your guess is as good as mine. I mean, it could be like a suicide pact. Whales are actually very depressed creatures. But if you were that big, you'd be depressed too. Right. And I don't know. It could just be like a... um. Oh, God. Uh, it could just be like a short form burst of radio waves, you know, like like one of those continuous ones. Really? I saw some. 
yeah, I just had some data that I was looking at, but I couldn't really make heads or tails of it. Uh, now, now, how there. would that how would that like affect them? Is that like a, a an issue with their brain? Is that something that they're like trying to follow and find their way to? Does it just confuse them? Um, can you speculate on that? As I stated earlier, I'm an oceanographer, not a radiographer, so I don't really know about radio waves. I think they use them in microwaves. Oh wait, no, do microwaves just use microwaves? That makes more sense. So, well, well, let's let's get back to these these whales specifically. Uh, you're saying that people shouldn't push them back into the ocean. Well, no, what do you back recommend? In if they're alive. Well, yeah, push it back in if they're alive and if they're dead. Like you know, hey, like get the barbecue tongs because let's have a fish fry. You know, right? I, maybe this is a, a bit glib, but is uh, is killer whale good eating? First of all, you know what's glib is letting like a ton of good meat go to waste. Okay, I mean if you got blubber, it's time for supper. (laughs) I don't understand why people think scientists are these environmentalists who just don't like to eat. Okay, you know what the real crime is? Seeing a bunch of killer whale meat spoil. And I'm sorry, but that is not going to happen on my watch. Well, is is there any worry on your side that um, maybe it's spoiling already? I, we've we've got this this stink coming through town. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it it smells bad. But there are a number of foods that that smell bad that are actually very good. Is is killer whale like that? Is is that one of those yeah, foods? I mean, God, have you have you ever smelled sardines? I mean, it just tastes like something puked into a tin can. I mean, all fish smells awful, but if you cook it right. It tastes delicious. Is there any specific recipe you'd use to, to cook up these killer whales? Oh, well, well, well. Look who wants the keys to the flavor kingdom. <laughs> you want me to tell you my secrets? Okay. All right. Okay. Horace, here's what you're going to do. All right. We do call this one the little uh, beached whale BBQ. I want you to take a shovel down to the beach, dig a fire pit. Okay. Get about two feet deep. Ooh, fun. Yeah, you know, put some put some wood in there. Get some lighter fluid going. Get that thing fired up hot. Now, I, this is like kind of a DIY kind of recipe, but you're going to want to find a shopping cart. And usually you could find it because, you know, there are the people who hang out at the beach who have shopping carts and you're just going to turn that on its side so all of a sudden you've got yourself a grill so you're just going to throw hunks of whale in there and salt and pepper if you got it don't if you don't don't worry about it because you know whales are been brining in the ocean for like 20 years so you don't want to make it too salty and then you cook it can i ask and this is more of a cooking question uh than like a science question but um if if the killer whales are in the ocean all the time, does that count as like a brine? I know I like brine my chicken before I cook it. Is that like a similar thing? Are we looking at a, a really tender, juicy meat here? Absolutely. It counts as a brine. I mean, that's, and that's why seafood tastes so good because it's marinating its entire life before it goes in your mouth. Now... Again, I, I, we're kind of getting away from from the bodies of the killer whales, but uh, what what kind of side dishes are we looking at if we're if we're doing killer whale steaks? Is that what we're doing? Big old, big old yeah, killer whale steaks. And I, I, as my side dish, I usually do a a, a twenty dollar bucket of Coronas from McGill's. Mm-hmm. Um, I I gotta find that to be honest. That'll make anything taste good. <laughs> There's like you know six or seven of those things in there, so you know that'll definitely get you fired up. Right on. Well, science sounds just awesome. I think maybe we all had the wrong idea about it. Uh, don't be too impressed with me. I just went to community college. 
Uh, still, uh, that's college. And, uh, you know, in Florida, that's, uh, that's a degree. Yep. I mean, actually, to be honest, my, my degree is only recognized in Florida. Oh, uh, doctor. Well, you've said you're not a doctor. Never mind. Daryl. Um, well, I still call myself a doctor just for sake of alliteration. Dr. Daryl Daryl. Oh, my gosh. I go in to McGill's. I get myself a $20 bucket of Coronas. And I say, this is for Dr. Daryl Daryl. I tell you, people turn heads to see who's talking, and then they turn away because they're like, I don't want any part of that because I am intimidating. Um, real uh, real quick, uh, Daryl, uh, is there anything else that people need to know about these, these, uh, these great big uh, fish bodies? Just anything about it, the public should know. Uh, you've already said we, we shouldn't push them back in. We should eat them instead. Uh, are there any safety concerns? Well, you know, make sure they're dead first. So, cause you know, the worst thing to do is just to stab at a killer whale and then, you know, find out it's still alive. And then you're the one, you're the reason why it's dead. Uh, I well, mean, you know, if I had a nickel. Uh, but, well, that's, um, a, that's an interesting point. How does the, the lay person, the average person uh, know when a killer whale is dead? You know, usually what I do is I stab a sword into it, you know, a knife, mm-hmm. and just to see if it's dead and just kind of hope for the best. I know that kind of contradicts with my earlier statement, but to be honest, I really haven't figured out anything else. My buddy Keith said he was going to give me the stethoscope, and then he did it. So, like, I have my ear up to the whale, but I don't know what the heck I'm listening for. So I feel like if I had a stethoscope, I'd be able to know what's going on. But until then, I have a knife. One out of three times, it'll like ooh, do the whole whale yell, but that's not that much. That makes uh, the yell, and then uh, I assume you get like uh, whatever the looky loos that are nearby, and and have them help you push it back into the ocean. I mean, and it's good for you know, like yeah, we could push it back in, and it can live for what another five, ten, twenty, thirty, forty years, or. You know, you feed a lot of people for an afternoon. So you really have to weigh, you know, the ups and downs of that. Oh, that's a fair point. Um, Daryl, uh, thank you so much for, for calling in tonight. Please, please call me Dr. Daryl. <laughs> Absolutely. Dr. Daryl, uh, thank you so much. All right. We are going to take uh, a little break and we'll be right back uh, after this word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Robard Crumbler, owner and manager of Crumbler Farms. I got a son named Robard Jr. We're a family business, and a father gave us up from him a seed to be us. We know your dad loved great deals, and it's Farter's Day again, so make your popper proud with the H-Bone Strap Steaks for slapping the grill. 367 a poon. Pepito Punch is fragrant and blooms up nice on a charcoal fire. Those are two for one. Come get them. Daddy needs sauce. So get some of Fat Bog's Grim Flesh Splatter with Mesquite and Spicy Chiquino. It's $4.99 a bottle. Fancy Daddy? Try out Bagged Chimbraccio, 97 cents a bundle. Pair it with a smudged Comboble, just $2.95 a tile, and Daddy like. Hot Twice Blinked Cow Stirrup is available in our Delhi 23 hours a day. It's $9.99 if it's a penny. Great deals, decent folk, the taste of a generation. Crumbler Farms, we're the grocery store closest to the airport. 
Uh, all right, let's go over here to uh, to line one. Line one, go ahead, please. Uh, hey, it's uh, Councilman Richard Bazemont. Hey, Richard Bazemont, how are you? Uh, thanks for calling in. Yeah, uh, no problem, man. No, I, uh, I'm a big fan of the show, as you know, always, <laughs> always, always. Uh, my producer's got a little note uh, next to the the line here on the on the screen that says you're a little frustrated. Why is that? Oh uh, well, you know the uh, the the whale situation. Obviously, it uh, it stinks to high heaven, and forgive the pun. Uh, but the the situation is is just bad for all of Fakahachi. Just the just the, the the smell alone is a problem. Obviously, yeah, it's um, it's really driving me mad. Um, I, I don't know what to do with it. Like yesterday, I, I shoved a whole bunch of cotton balls up my nose, and and that seemed to help until I felt like I could kind of like taste it in the back of my throat. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the uh, the biggest issue, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get right to it, is that the uh, the corpses are sitting out there rotting on the beach, right? Yeah. And they need to be cleared, correct? I, absolutely. And why are they not getting cleared? Because they're on that public beach down there, right? Uh-huh. So what are you going to do? You're going to call you're going to call Phil in in Park Services to go down there and load some whales on his truck? Is that what you're going to do? I mean, can we? You would, uh, well, you know, I'd have to ask Phil about that. But really, the best best possibility to take care of these whales is a private organization. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you something. When a private corporation puts its mind to do something, it gets done quickly. Now, that beach, very nice. Very nice. Great, great, great place to take the kids. Yeah, it, Abner Hogue, uh, the shelling down there uh, after like a storm. Wonderful. The, the best shells. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've been down there several times myself and, uh, and, and done that shelling that you talk about just now. But I don't know if we're getting the most out of that beach. Now listen, I think that there is a great use of this beach as a potential golf course. Now look, yes, am I pitching yeah, the I golf mean, course idea again? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, absolutely. Now listen, if that were approved by the city council a few years ago, like I'd wanted it to be, that would be a beautiful golf course. Right, and if that beautiful golf course had dead whales on it, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It would. It would be immediately cleared. I would have had my grounds crew. I would have had Phil. I would have hired him away from the city to come work for me at the golf course, mm-hmm. and then he would have had an actual truck that he could have loaded whales onto. Instead, you know, Phil's got his moped. He can't do shit with it. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. I that, that's that's quite all right. So, so if we really wanted to get rid of these whales. What we need to do is, is let the private development happen, okay? And then the uh, private developers will take care of it. And you know what? Hey, I am just happen to be raising my hand here. You can't see it because it's radio, but I'm happy to do it. Just let me build the golf course, and uh, I'll take care of the whales with, uh, with the company's money. And then the city won't have to worry about it at all. Right. So just to be clear, like, would the whales have to sit there the entire time? Or is that something where it's like... No, day one, you go in, you break ground, everyone does a little champagne, and then immediately after clinking champagne glasses, those whales are out of here. Well, you know how this works. Uh, you know, I'm a city council member, and I and I love it, but it, uh, there is an uh, element of bureaucracy to it. So the first thing that would probably happen is the environmental survey uh, right. to get us clearance to clear the whales. Um, and, you know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I have tried to defeat that. I have tried to clear that and clear the way so that I could get rid of those whales right away, you know, and like clear off beaches and, 
and you know, I don't know, kill a few sea turtles if they're in the way of the the ninth green. But listen, if you get rid of those regulations, then all of a sudden, hey, look, I can come in with the truck. I can do it before I even sign the deed, you know. But instead, I probably have to do the environmental survey and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, the whales would probably sit out there for another couple of weeks while oh. the while the deal is done and the survey is completed. But you know, again, if we had taken care of this a few years ago and uh, let me build the golf course like I wanted to, then uh, you know those whales would be gone by now. I, uh, I would have had them cleaned up, and they would have been dumped in the next county. I mean, I, I obviously that's clearer in hindsight. Um, but I, I mean, if the option you're putting forward is uh, a couple weeks, um, is there anything that we could do uh, more immediately to help help solve this this stink? Mm, uh, more immediately beyond letting me develop that land. Hmm. Oh, these are the tough questions that are asked of us here in Fakahachi. And okay, uh, well, I suppose uh, I, I suppose we could uh, commit, you know, uh, you know, commit to letting that land be developed, even if we don't sell it to me immediately and directly. And that might speed up the process by a week, if say an anonymous. A uh, private company were to come through and uh, pick up those whales. I don't know. I, I mean, these are these are tough. These are tough problems. I, I I think you should pull your listeners and they should uh, they should write in. But you know what my you know what my response is. You know what my answer is. Uh, do do you want to state it? I I don't want to put words in your mouth. Would you like to state that for our audience? Yes, uh, I believe that if the rest of the city council could get on board. With developing that beach, particularly letting me develop it, um, and you know, at this point, there's a bunch of dead whales on it, so I'm not going to pay for that land. You know, you're going to have to give that to me so that I can clear those whales off. Right. It's obviously an environmental hazard. You don't want you don't want to pay full price for for. So I mean, I understand that. It. I'm not a businessman, but that's that's tarnished land. Um, exactly. So then we do that. We do the environmental survey, which is required by law. And then I'll remove the whales. And by that point, if I can get it done the next couple of weeks, week and a half tops, then we're looking at an easy whale removal. If we don't, I'm going to have to be doing this thing with like a pooper scooper. Those things are going to be rotten, decayed. They're going to be jelly. I'm going to have to like shovel them into garbage bags. All right. So right now, while they are a single piece that I can lift and place onto the back of a truck, say a truck that still is driving, Mm -hmm. then... Then, uh, then we're in good shape. But again, this is kind of incumbent on maybe tomorrow morning, as soon as the council convenes, approving this plan, and then I can get some things in motion. But you know, it's uh, dependent on a lot of people who aren't me. So that's that's the tough part. Right, Councilmember uh, Baysbon. Uh, while I have you here, actually, uh, can can you talk about the the recall election? Is there any reason why you uh, have chosen not to to run in it? Oh, well, you know, I throw my full support behind the mayor and, and I don't want to, he is, he is at present, not present, right? Right. He is missing. And we don't want to, um, I don't want to dishonor his memory by, uh, by, by attempting to take his seat, uh, while he's not around to defend himself, of course. Uh, so that, that is why I am not, uh, presently running. And of course I, you know, I love my spot on the city council. I have been so honored to serve uh, as long as I have and uh, as long as I'm allowed to, mm-hmm. I'll continue to do so. 
Um, and, and now I know there there have been some rumors that are, and and maybe you'd like to speak to these rumors uh, uh, that the city council has been dragging it, its feet about authorizing a reward for the mayor. Uh, are are these true? Well, <clears throat> it's complicated. You know, um, do you know you know we, we were just talking about uh, our facilities manager Phil, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about what his mode of transportation is. Can you do you remember what I said it was? I, I believe you said it was a moped. That's correct. Uh, do you think that a, a council that uh, that has to supply its facilities manager with a moped as a primary means of transportation has the funds to offer a reward as much as we would love to do so? Uh, do you think that we have the funds to offer a reward on finding the mayor? I, I would say probably not based off of uh, the evidence that you've just given me. But I, I, again, I'm not privy to the city's budget. Well, of course. Well, of course. Uh, it is a matter of public record, though, uh, at the end of the fiscal year, uh, which actually is coming up July 1st. Uh, oh. But that's neither here nor there. Listen, if we want to offer a reward, that is going to have to be funded by an additional tax. What are we talking about? Lobster tax, crab tax, beach tax? You know, no, no matter who we tax or what we do, somebody's going to get upset. Somebody's going to say, well, forget it. I don't even want to find the mayor. So, our solution is uh, not to offer a reward and hope that somebody will come forward uh, out of the kindness of their uh, of their heart. Maybe a private benefactor or a donor of some sort. Oh, wow. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. Somebody in a private capacity, not a governmental organization. That's that's the kind of thing that gets things done. That's the kind of thinking that, that solves problems. While, while I have you here, and I know that for all our listeners, I am taking a, a brief detour away from uh, discussing the the massive stink from the killer whales down at uh, Abner Hogue Memorial Beach. Um, but uh, are there any steps, uh, Mr. Basebond, that Fakahatchee is taking uh, to help control the spread of Mastica Unwe? All right. Yes, the board mouth. Um, well, uh, as you know, we are uh, initiating some community testing. Uh, to see who has it, and that's uh, initially the first step. Uh, but in addition, you know, we're we're thinking that because it's uh, spreading through palm contact, uh, that then uh, you know either makes makes its way to the nose, mouth, or face. Uh, we are uh, encouraging people not to shake hands, uh, not to high five. Um, mm-hmm. For example, the the local community baseball team, no butt pats. Uh, we don't want palms touching other people's anything right uh, right because the inside of the the anus is a mucous membrane uh well correct correct uh, especially no butt pets in the locker room but we're talking uh across the board just to be safe no over the uh the pants butt pets uh even gloved handshakes we are saying just avoid it you know at this point we don't know how it's spreading so it's better just to be safe rather than sorry now, my neighbor said that um, she read a report that uh, you could get it from kissing a dog. I- is that true? Well, um, we do have uh, one of our prominent city doctors working on that. Uh, he is uh, kissing all of the dogs in the shelters uh, currently, all the rescue animals, mm-hmm. uh, one by one. Uh, he's working his way on the west side right oh, now. We're giving him a solid two days to get through the entire uh, shelter community and uh, and see if that's the situation. In the meantime, we are recommending just avoid kissing the dogs. Just just don't let them lick your face. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, well, Richard Baseman, thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you call and and uh, take your flashlight uh, and and shine it on uh, the community affairs and, and illuminate it for us. 
I really appreciate you having me on every time. It's, it's always a pleasure, and uh, I, I really get to, to speak directly to uh, all the wonderful residents here. So thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break from your calls and read some community announcements. Uh, These community announcements are brought to you by Subsway. Lunch is the third most important meal, so why not swagger into Subsway for 11 inches of sandwich with almost nothing technically wrong with it? Add a sun-warmed scud for only $6. What a deal, what a flavor. And Subsway is proud to be a sponsor of Fakahatchee's Testing Centers. Subsway doesn't believe anyone's mouth should be bored. Subsway, eat hard, test fresh. Okay, uh, let's take a look here. Uh, Come out and join us this weekend for the Fakahatchee Art Crawl. Experience the best ground-level art Fakahatchee has to offer while on all fours. All your favorite local artists will have pieces on display, including the erotic Potter's Cabal and some politically charged folk art from Rita O'Bear, the Queen of Meat. Uh, Also, graffiti legend Shit Pie will be there uh, signing bricks. Friendly reminder that any participants in the art crawl ambulating on two legs instead of four will be cited and fined. If you think you're experiencing Mastica Ennui, uh, commonly come to be known as Boardmouth, uh, please report to one of Fakahatchee's two drive through testing centers sponsored by Subsway. Uh, it really couldn't be easier to get tested. Uh, simply drive up, roll down your window, and a registered nurse in full protective gear will apply one medical-grade nacho-cheese-flavored tortilla chip to your tongue. Uh, They'll check your taste buds' response and salivation levels for a diagnosis, uh, and then they'll take it from there. If uh, if I I could just editorialize uh, just real quickly, I I was tested earlier this afternoon. Uh, I I tested negative. Uh, Thank you for your concern. I had apparently just been eating bland foods over the past week, Uh, so I was a little worried. uh, But uh, you know, I got a lot of relief. So uh, go out there, get tested. It it really is as easy as they say. Uh, While I was there, there was apparently someone who was positive, uh, and they were quickly ushered out of their car and into a waiting van with uh, blacked out windows, which uh, I assume is uh, for patient privacy. The Oswald Memorial Park murder geese extermination event was a success. Any remaining birds should be of the non-homicidal variety, though the Parks Department asks that you stay vigilant and report any murder goslings you see planning revenge or retribution or swearing a pact of vengeance so they can be marked with a scar across their beak so they'll remember the occasion. Just uh, one more announcement here. The Fakahatchee community players are proud to announce their theatrical production of Hair, the American tribal love rock musical. Uh, It begins this Friday and continues on weekends through the end of the month. Uh, If you've ever wanted to see some members of the community naked, here's your chance. It won't be the ones you're hoping for or expect, however. Tickets are $20. Come relive the dawning of the age of Aquarius and try not to gawk at what some people are working with down there. All right, that's uh, that's your Fakahatchee community announcements. Now let's get right back into your calls. We're talking about the whale stink. The whale stink. Uh, coming up from Abner Hogue Memorial Beach, all those dead killer whales. Let's go over here to line. Let's go over here to line one and see what line one has to say. Go ahead, line one. Hi, Horace. This is Harris Jumper Muffin. Uh huh. How and how has that stink affected you, Harris? I was coming out of that old Arby's. It's not really an Arby's, you know the one that I'm talking about. 
when this smell hit me and it was beautiful it hit my nostrils and man they were just singing i love those whales i hope they stay forever what are you talking about harris that that's crazy absolutely disgusting you know what i hope that gwyneth paltrow comes down here to fakahashi and just turns the smell into one of those weird candles she loves to make it's delight i knew we'd get one of you i knew it i I called it at the top of the show uh thanks harris thanks for calling thanks bye all right well let's see what line five has to say line five go ahead uh who am i speaking to hi horace this is Teresa spermankoff Hi, Teresa. Thanks for calling in tonight. Oh, well, I just love the show so much. Um, I like to listen after I put the kids to bed at 11 p.m. Um, sometimes you just get so full of zazz and you start telling those callers just how it is like, oh, <laughs> well, I'd like to think more often they uh, they tell me how it is. But um, sometimes you you do have to set the record straight uh, real quick. 11 p.m. That was a pretty late bedtime. And <laughs> that's almost uh, that's almost when uh, Night Drive starts airing. Well, I. I don't let them get up until late afternoon, and they keep telling me that they need to be awake at least some of the time. And I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to keep them safe and in the house as long as possible. You know, right? I, I've got to protect my little angels, even if it means deadbolting and, and padlocking the doors. That's uh, okay. Okay, sure. Um, so we're talking about the killer whales tonight, uh, killer whales that are dead over at Abner Hogue Memorial Beach. Uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, I know. Oh, it's so sad. Those poor little whales. I hope they swam all the way to heaven. It is very sad, but I don't think that we can deny that uh, we've got ourselves... Those little angel wings would never lift a big fat whale up, so... I don't know, hopefully they became some sort of sky whale and just just swimmed all the way up to our Lord. Uh, got it. Well, that is um, whatever that is. But uh, what do you think we should do with with the bodies, the carcasses, uh, the dead whales that are out there laying on the beach? Oh, the bodies. Um, I think we should maybe tie some cinder blocks to them and find the quietest bulldozers we can and then, you know, push them back out into the sea. Um, because I, I just really don't want to explain to my children that these whales died. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be difficult for any of us, even if you were an oceanographer like our no, earlier. I mean, I don't want to have to explain death. Um, my babies don't know what it is, and I'm not going to explain it to them until they're older. Well, that makes sense. There's there's definitely an age where, where kids are too young to really wrap their heads around uh, mortality. Uh, how old are your children, Teresa? Oh, um, well, the boy is 17 and the girl is 22 and a half. Ah, um, that's uh, what, what are their names? I told you the boy and the girl. These are adults, Teresa, and they don't they don't know what death is. No, these are my little six foot tall angels. I couldn't possibly let them outdoors or tell them how scary death is. Well, they're going to have to know at, at some point. What if, what if their grandmother dies? Well, their grandmother is dead, but I didn't take them to the funeral. They don't they don't really know what a grandmother is. Um. I never told them because I knew that one day I would have to explain that she was going to die. <laughs> they don't. So they don't know about your mother at all. No, they don't understand birth. 
so they don't understand death. I, I told them I found them squirming around in two old socks that were nailed to our door when they were very tiny babies. Uh, you know, a gift from the Fairy King. Okay, we... We are, are are very much off topic here, but uh, I, I'm going to stick with this for just a moment longer. Um, w- Teresa, why are you worried about the whales if your grown children are locked in the house with you with with no concept of death or or even of birth? Well, you know, the smell makes them really uneasy. Um, they keep trying to follow it to its source, and I couldn't block up the chimney completely. I could really only put bars across it. Um, but they keep telling me, Mama, something's not right. But I'm I'm very worried about them getting out and, and doing this whale slap challenge. And I just want to keep my babies away from it. Um, my woman's circle said slapping a whale is how you pledge to Antifa. And I don't want to have to explain fascists to my tiny baby angels. I mean, want to explain fascists. Right. right. Well, um, <laughs> Teresa, thank you for calling in. I, I can't help but feel like you're committing a human rights violation. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh Horace. There you go. You're giving me the zazz. Oh, go on, give yeah, it to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just telling it like it is. No, don't, don't stop. Uh, zazz me harder, Horace. Zazz this me. is uh, it's, taking it's a turn. So we're gonna go to zazz. a word just from like our real sponsor. Guttural grunting. Uh, and we'll be right back with more of everybody else's calls right after this. Looking to taste the exotic? Hmm. Pizarro's fine penguin meats can please the picky palate. Try the only meat that starts dressed for dinner. And dinner is black tie. (laughs) Penguin meats and cheeses. Oh, yes, pleases. Our penguins are flown into our shop fresh daily, packed in the most delicate glacial ice, spritzed with lemon. And to further ensure your penguin is as fresh as possible, we use only the finest Japanese knives to make precise cuts while the penguin still lives in the soundproof room of our shop. Trust me, you can taste the difference when the penguin is truly fresh. Your mouth will water as your tongue glides with that first taste of that briny, oily flesh bursting in your mouth with strong notes of the sea floor. (sighs) Hurry in for our limited-time partnership with Puce Higgins and KeyWestWines.net for a very special pairing of our meats with his wines. Pizarro's fine penguin meats. Leave the gator meat to the plebs. Okay, for uh, whatever reason, a lot of you out there can't call in tonight, but uh, you're still letting your voice be heard, uh, metaphorically speaking, through the power of social media. Uh, and for those of you waiting patiently on the phone, we'll be uh, we'll be right back with you. But uh, but first, let's let's read some of these emails and tweets. Rickson Saxophony tweeted at us at Night Drive FM to say these whales are killers, and it looks like they got what they deserved. I want any other killer whales out there to know that I'll be watching the sea. And if the government's not going to do something about you bastards, I've got a boat and an AW-50 cal. And as soon as I get this ankle bracelet off, I will find you no matter how deep you swim. Thanks for tweeting at us, Rickson. All right, uh, Kalupa Graydig uh, popped over to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash nightdrivefm. Uh, and she says... 
Hello, Horace. These last few days have been particularly trying as I've tried to enjoy some of my favorite foods, but the darn smell of those dead whales completely, completely washes out the flavor of my lutefisk with Limburger cheese sauce. It's ruining my birthday. Bulldoze these dead assholes back into the sea and let the sea king of Atlantis deal with them. <laughs> Thanks for reaching out to us, Kalupa, and uh, from all of us here at Night Drive, uh, a very happy uh, belated birthday to you. And uh, Sloppy Chuzwuzzer found us on Instagram and tagged at Night Drive FM Insta in a photo of uh, uh, a person who's presumably him uh, holding up his hand covered in red gunk next to what looks like a mound of wet black rubber. Uh, below, he's written, can't call me a boy, baby. Hashtag whale slap challenge. Uh, thanks, Sloppy Chuzwuzzer. Uh, real quick, guys, the hashtag whale slap challenge is absolutely revolting. Uh, Dr. Leonard Skinny Scroggins spoke out against it. It's not worth sneaking past the police to slap the rotting carcass of a whale as hard as you can, uh, hoping that it bursts. Uh, it's disgusting. You're going to end up with a fine or in police custody or what? what's that? Horace, uh, I'd like everyone to know that uh, I'm not a boy, uh, baby. Hang on. I'm sorry. My producer is showing me a picture of him from the other side of the... Uh, that's gross. That's, that's absolutely gross. Uh, sorry. It's a, a picture of him with his hand covered in gore. Uh, apparently, he succeeded at the hashtag whale slap challenge. I challenge you. I'm challenging you live on air. I'm not going to... I'm not going to slap a rotting whale car. That's absolutely... That's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, fine. Then... Uh... Then you're a boy baby. Fine, fine. I, I'm a boy baby. I, I don't care. I'm a grown enough man that none of this body... No. My, my hand still stinks. Yeah, yeah, I bet it does. Okay. Uh, all right, we're going to get back to more of your calls and opinions right now. Uh, and let's do that by going over here to line four. Hey, Horace. Uh, not to talk to you. It's uh, Sheriff Bud Nichols. Hey, Sheriff. How are you? Oh, always good to talk to you. Always good. <laughs> uh, why are you calling in tonight? Okay, well, we, we've got to address this. Um, these no good teams are calling it the hashtag whale slap challenge. Yeah, apparently uh, our producer has um, has participated in the, in the whale slap challenge. Your producer, your your producer is participating. He's already done it. He he was showing me a picture uh, just moments ago uh, of him with the uh, oh, oh. the bright red hand. Oh, bright red hand because of because of whale blood. Yeah, yeah. He uh, apparently uh, succeeded. No. Horace, I don't want to sound like a like a weird old man, but what to you is funny about running up to a dead whale carcass and slapping it to make blood squirt out all over your hand? Look, I, I I don't think it's funny at all. I I don't get the appeal, frankly. Oh, okay, thank you, because uh, apparently your producer does. He's, he's having a good time. I, I don't know if you were you were listening before the commercial break, but uh, he like just did it, um, trying to call me out um, it, to uh, sneak behind well, uh, hey, these police hey, lines at the Abner Hogue and, and, and slap one of these, these dead whales. Don't let him call you out. This is childish. Horace, you're a grown man. Don't go out there slapping whale carcasses. Nothing good comes of it. You slap these dead whales, the skin splits, the guts, the entrails, 
everything squirts out and nothing smells good. It is, it's gross. I mean, gross is an understatement, I, I feel like, Sheriff, but uh, uh, please continue. Everything looks real funny when when these kids, these no good teens, are doing this stuff on, on their uh, Instagrams. Oh, hey, look, here I am slapping a dead whale. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, Sheriff, is there, um, obviously you guys have uh, all these dead killer whales cordoned off over at Abner Hogue Memorial Beach. Um, what are you guys doing? Uh, let's ignore the whale stink for a minute. Uh, what are you guys doing to stop or control the whale slap challenge? We, we have our, our usual sawhorses and, and police tape uh, cutting things off, trying to keep these these kids away from the beach. But once it gets dark, uh, it's hard to do. They'll creep right past you and slap them whales. My producer is, has written big news. Um, he's, he's got it like slapped up against the, the glass here. Uh, he's, looks like he's making a hang tin sign or he's, he's talking about you on the phone. Um, did you actually call in to share uh, different news with us tonight before I, I, I got you off on the whale slap challenge or? No, pardon me, Horace. You said your, your producer is holding up a sign that says big news. Yeah. I assume that uh, that he he means that you had had big news when you were were calling in. Oh, uh, Horace, hold on one second. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey. Huh? what's up, Chief? Who called the radio station? Uh, aren't you calling them now? No, who called? The, I'm trying to do an interview about the whale flap thing. Y- y'all are calling the ra- uh, nobody's called them but you. Uh, aren't, aren't you on the phone with them right now? Oh, uh, uh, Horace, I'm sorry, I'm back. Is is so, there big news? I'm, it seems like. Well, we were um, we were trying to keep this off of the radar, but uh, well, here we go. Uh, so okay, I, I, we've we've been trying to to take care of all these uh, these whale carcasses. Oh, thank Christ! We got our guys out there. Good, because yeah, like I, I mean, I'm kind of trying to crowdsource ideas from the community on, on how to get rid of uh, rid of these whales. Cause I mean, I, I just can't take the stink. Um, wh- what are you, what are you guys trying? Oh, oh, oh thank God. Oh we're, yeah. We're just talking about how to get rid of the whales. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know we're, um, we're, we're chainsawing them. We're using chainsaws. Uh, Cause we, we tried to, we looked into using dynamite uh, uh, mm-hmm. historically that that apparently hasn't worked so well it's it just becomes a, a catastrophe blubbers flying everywhere uh yeah it seems like a like a soft meat for an explosion or like it's too soft yeah it, it, it it's no good you don't want to like leave leave tnt out of it mm-hmm. but we've started using chainsaws you know cut them up um a little bit at a time and uh, and that that mostly seems to work. Uh, the, when you when you shove the chainsaw in, like right at the beginning, like mm-hmm. that that part's real gross. Like you don't you don't want to be the guy who puts the chainsaw in right at the front because uh, it's gnarly, man. If you've ever uh, if you've ever cleaned a fish, Horace. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, except the fish is like the size of a studio apartment. So 
you gotta you gotta kind of come at him and go down the middle, but there's just blood and guts that have been sitting in the sun. All of that's uh, spraying out at you, and you're gonna have to stop and puke into the sand for a couple minutes, and then you come back at it. I, I'm sorry, uh, Sheriff. It, my producer's now written mayor. Uh, and is pressed it up against the glass here. Is there something happening with the mayor or? Uh, oh, horse, hold on. <laughs> hey, who's talking to the damn radio station? Are you losing it, old man? Who's calling him? You're losing it, old man. No, I'm trying. Right uh, hey, horse. Uh, well, he's he's underlining I, 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 it over here. I was here. trying to keep. Okay. Okay. I was trying to keep this, uh, you know, kind of, kind of under wraps. Well, we, we cut open one of these whales and, uh, and we did find a carcass. We found a, we found a, a cadaver, dead body that we are pretty sure is, uh, Mayor Vominos. Wow. Uh, that is, that is big news. Yeah, I, I didn't want to talk about it either, but uh, if, if members of my department are leaking things to the media, uh, oh, I, now I've got like a whole whole host of questions. Like, um, I, I, I guess how did he he die and how he was in the belly of a whale? Uh, so we, you know, we're assuming he was eaten by the whale, right? Uh, but. Uh, he also did have, uh, uh, this is going to get out there one way or another, so I might as well address it here. He had suffered three gunshot wounds to the back of the head, but he was in the body of a whale. So uh, we believe he died by getting eaten. Got it. I, it, how I'm assuming that like they've got stomach juices. There's no nice way around it. Like the, this couldn't have been the most pristine corpse. No, it, it looked real gross. It looked real gross. We had no idea that it was Mayor Vominos. Um, but he had some teeth, uh, like his, in his breast pocket of his shirt, he had some teeth in there. And, uh, we did, uh, uh, analysis on those and it turns out they were mayor vomitus's teeth huh I'll, I'll put this kindly horse it was unrecognizable he'd been in a in a whale stomach uh for at least a couple of days we're, we're pretty sure it was mayor vomitus because of the teeth huh uh well i mean my first thought is that is going to change the recall election wildly um, I, I, well, yeah, I mean, we've, we've taken one, one major player off of the board. You know what I mean? Right. He's, uh, Vominus is off of there. We, we don't know that he, that he wasn't murdered, but, uh, he was found in the belly of this whale. You know, it's not called the killer whale because it doesn't eat people. You right. know what I mean? Right. I mean, um, I, I think we all saw, uh, what was that? Blackfish. Yeah. That was, that was a scary documentary. Yeah. And, and, and we, Hey, 
Oh, Horace, you, I, I, I'm no big fan of Mayor Vominos. I am not going to be the one to imply that he was trying to have sex with Shamu. But we don't know that he wasn't. Thank you so much for, for calling in this evening. Um, I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I, I honestly didn't know in, until my uh, producer was waving at me that there was um, perhaps a bigger story. Well, Horace, that's, uh, that, that's not the fault of, uh, of you or, or your producer. That's, uh, I've, I've got apparently uh, an, an internal issue over here. I, I need to talk to, to my men and women, uh, figure out who's, who's calling radio stations. Right on. And uh, do some house cleaning. <laughs> All right, Sheriff. Uh, well, you keep those teens away from those whales, and uh, I'll keep telling it like it is. I'll do my best, Horace. Always a pleasure. All right. Wow. Uh, that is uh, obviously huge, huge news coming out uh, very early in the morning. Uh, unfortunately, our show is almost over, so we don't have uh, too much time to dig into this or or get your thoughts and opinions. Uh, we're going to take one more call here uh, before we call it a night. Uh, I'm sure the Fakahatchee Gazette is uh, going to run a story uh, on this. You can find them at uh, Uh Wow. Um, the ramifications, uh, if if this is, is true, uh, are astronomical. Um, Frankly, I, I'm reeling a little bit, uh, but let's go and uh, we're going to take another call. Uh, let's go over here to line two. Line two. Go ahead. Hey, Horace. This is Wally White here. Hey, Wally. And I want to tell you that I was coming out of a birthday party. And normally I don't let things get out of hand. But when it was someone's birthday, you don't tell the birthday boy not to drive down to the beachfront, grab some of those dead killer whales and make a coat out of it. I think we need to go ahead and sell all those. Oh, that's a that's an interesting point. Maybe the sales could go to some of Fakahatchee schools or, or their parks department. Well, I got to head on out of my apartment, but you all have a great night. Bye, horse. All right, Wally, uh, thanks for calling. You snuck in just under the wire there. Um, my producer is flashing the light, which tells me the phone lines are closed. And that means our time here tonight on Night Drive is coming to an end. Uh, if you didn't make it through, I, I do hope you'll call back sometime in the future. If you enjoy Night Drive, please consider subscribing and giving us five stars on iTunes or, or following us on Spotify. Uh, we're wherever you want to be. And oh, hey, did you know we've got a new schedule? Uh, so you can look for new episodes of Night Drive and Fakahatchee News every other Sunday to kick off your week. Uh, that, that ought to show them. Uh, you can reach the show on Twitter at Night Drive FM, on Instagram at Night Drive FM Insta, or at Facebook.com slash Night Drive FM. Or uh, if you need something for your eyes as well as your ears, uh, we've started uploading the show paired with random driving footage to YouTube, uh, and we'll be slowly adding more episodes up there until we're current. Uh, if you really love the show, why not become one of our patrons and support the show at patreon.com slash nightdrive. That'll give you access to our Discord, where we post important info for callers who'd like to call into the show. Uh, our lightning callers are, are always valued, and uh, we'd love for more people to be a part of that. Uh, plus, we do a running gift tournament up there. Uh, it's a, a gif off with, with gif battlers and everyone vying for, for um, the, the belt. Also, I know some of you have been asking about it, but we've got an artist working on some designs, and uh, I'm hoping to have some announcements uh, regarding Night Drive merchandise soon. 
A Night Drive is produced by Michael Truly and is hosted with an iron fist by me, Horace Wexler. The callers were ably played with Salt and Pepper by Ron Babcock, Sean Beery, and CJ Meeks. I'd also like to thank our lightning callers, John Martinez Jr., Nathan Greenaway, and Drew Inns. And a very special thank you to our musical guests, Word Parade, featuring Clamato Grace. That's all for us here at Night Drive this evening. I'll be honest, uh, this otherworldly sink has really been getting to me, and I am not looking forward to the long walk from the studio to my car. I hope you all out there are keeping your windows closed or holding your breath as long as you can. Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe I can use the, uh, the scuba gear the station owner left here. Uh, I think there's about a quarter tank of air left. Uh, if you see a, a weird scuba diver uh, walking, walking down the highway, uh, don't be alarmed. Just me, Horace Wexler, protecting myself from the stink. Uh, good morning, Sunbuns with Tiffany Bunzel. We'll take over tomorrow at 6 a.m. On tomorrow's show, Tiffany interviews a high-end Merkin designer uh, who's hung pubic hair off the nether regions of your favorite celebs at the Met Gala. Uh, also, she'll be visited by celebrity chef Clem Shat, who will tell you exactly where you can shove all those stone fruit. Until then, here's four and a half hours of government-mandated buzzing I'm mandated to air. Until next time, I'm Horace Wexler. Keep night driving. <laughs>